Welcome to the Third Reel Podcast. Uh, we're talking Tenet spoilers right now, so don't keep listening unless you've seen the movie Tenet. We're not holding back. We're getting right into spoilers. Uh, first, I want to address... We, we, we are going to spoil something really quick. The name of the movie Tenet comes from the fact that the final battle takes 10 minutes in both directions. There it is. Just like the word is written, 10 is written Some... forward and backwards to make Tenet. Some people didn't realize that, and it, it was kind of hilarious. I did not. That was me. <laughs> I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> so if you're listening to the to to this, we said in another episode, our, our favorite time travel movie episodes, that I don't even know why I'd have to preface this like this. We doesn't, I'm going to cut this all out. What the fuck? So we traveled through time, yes. and we released this episode earlier than we thought we were going to release it. So, uh, yeah. That's Oops. it. There it is. Uh, next, The next episode, at the end, you'll hear us talk about starting to record this one. And I've gone cross-eyed. Tenet is Christopher Nolan's next um, project, uh, current project, mm-hmm. um, previous project. I don't know how to – it's all three, I guess. <laughs> it's his latest um, movie release. It, it, follow, it follows his other Memento, uh, Interstellar, and Inception in that if you watch it once, uh, you have no idea what you've just seen, but you realize that it is incredible and want to see yeah. more of it. Now, we should say we've also got Dave joining us, but he has muted us. Uh, he just didn't want to leave. He just likes us so much. He's still here from our previous recording. He's hanging out. Uh, and he may have a word or two to, to provide, but it will not be in relation to anything we're talking about. Or maybe, maybe it, it will. will. Uh, so this follows his previous movie uh, three years ago, it seems. 2017 was when Dunkirk came out. So it, so Christopher Nolan loves his time tra- his time manipulation, doesn't he? he? He is a big fan of time, time manipulation. When he's not making a Batman movie, you've got like Interstellar, which is all about, you know, the different gravities of planets and suns and shit. Uh, stretching or shrinking time. Um you got what else? Inception. The deeper in the dreams you go, the the slower the time travels on the dream above. Uh, Memento is almost like a, a mental time travel, in that he doesn't remember things and has to use notes to to remind him of what happened day before. And the movie's told yeah, backwards, his, isn't it? His lack of uh, yeah. So the original the original cut of the movie, um, the movie is the the it's told. Okay, so it's told with a person who only has short term memory. Yeah. Um, he can't convert to long. He can't convert memories into long term. So when he sleeps or loses concentration, he he starts again. Um, and so the movie is told him working backwards. But you don't know that when you watch the movie until you, you get like midway through and you're like, this isn't making any sense. Why am I in this movie? And then you realize what what's happened. And they released um, Blu-ray or whatever i can't remember when this came out so which which i can't remember which medium was popular when this came <laughs> right. out but whichever one it was they released it and you could play it as as a, a continuous story or you could play it in the thea- theatrical yeah order which is which is uh, cool i don't think i've ever actually watched it in reverse yet but i really should have you seen dunkirk uh is Dunkirk the one where the two guys have to run? Dunkirk is the war. No, that's it's the no, no. That's nineteen seventeen. Yeah. No. Um, Dun. Yeah. No, I have yeah. not. I have. I have seen. I. I. Uh, I watched um, enough of it to fall asleep to because I was way too tired when I put it. The on. the cool time manipulation okay. thing about Dunkirk is that it tells three stories, but it tells them 
live. So it will jump from one story to another one as it's happening over top of another one. So, but only when it's relevant to do so in relation to whatever's so, happening. So you miss what's going on. Yeah, you miss whatever's going on. Well, no, it, it's more like we're gonna make our way over to, over to that boat, and while they're doing so, we jump up to the plane that's flying over, that's watching them do it, and then we deal with his story a little bit, oh, okay. and then we jump to the boat um, while those people are still making their way over, let's say, and they deal with the story in there, um, stuff like that. So you know, you don't actually get to see the plane scene because the plane, the whole story of uh, there's those feet, water, and plane, and the plane story is a lot shorter than there's the water story than the the foot story and and they all kind of meet in the middle of the movie they have a crossing point and then continue on it's it's cool it's a war movie but it's I, cool. I, I i will be checking it out anyway but tenet tenet is freaking nuts it is as timey wimey in forward reverse as you can get yeah, it, it definitely, I, I'm looking forward, to, I'm seeing it again on Tuesday, Same. Um, and I've been reading all the, here's what you actually didn't understand yeah. websites. Yeah, so I know what to pay um, attention to the second time around, because just like with Inception, yeah. when I got out of this movie, immediately it was like, what the hell was all that? I need to go see this immediately, because I need to nope. re-see it, right? When, I, when I'm sure you probably experienced, I think everyone sort of experienced the same thing coming out of Inception. You're like, I got it. I was following because people were going from A to B, and so I followed them while they went there. But hell if I knew half the time why or where or who. Why? Yeah. Same here. Um, I really like this one. Did you notice? Okay, so at the end of the movie, we notice that Neil is wearing a backpack with the red thread. <laughs> Did you notice that he's in the whole movie? He's in every scene. Is he? So... Uh, when they're at the opera house and there's the the guy who saves the protagonist, mm -hmm. which by the way I love when they don't get when they give the lead actor a yes, name. Yes, that that's true because his credited his, name is his, the protagonist. He doesn't actually have a name. Yeah, and that's all he ever calls yeah. himself. Everyone just talks to him, and he only ever calls himself, you know, I'm the protagonist, and he's he's meaning you know in the story, not that's my yeah. name, but it's just the way it works out. Which is really so you're neat. saying that backpack but, uh, you can notice it throughout the whole movie? Yeah, he he Neil. So the guy the guy who saves the protagonist from um, the Russians in the in the first scene uh, is Neil. He's got the he's got that red. String. That's really cool. That's very cool. I have to watch that for for next time. Yeah. Um, it was cool. It was uh, I was watching a behind the scenes thing on YouTube today um, and. Christopher Nolan was himself in an interview saying he's always wanted to make a spy thriller, uh, which is what this is supposed to be, which you can almost say movies like um, Inception was a little spy thrillery, uh, but it was more heisty. Yeah, uh, I would. This this was a good spy, th spy mm -hmm. thriller. And if like... he ever revisits like a franchise, I would love to see him do a Bond movie. I mean, I'd like to see him do whatever he wants, but I think Bond's too low. <laughs> well, just because I don't know, but he brought Batman up. He brought Batman up to his level, so I mean, maybe he can bring Bond up to his yeah, level. Yeah, the 
I guess because a lot of his movies is he he does a lot of action are very spy thriller e so Inception the the climax in the snow as their people are on their their skis and they're shooting their guns at them as they're skiing down the slope that's like such a James Bond movie kind of scene. I know the rule is one for you, one for me. <laughs> it doesn't seem um, to apply for him, does it? Fe- well, no, it definitely does. Um, like because like he did the three Batman movies; those weren't for him. Those were those were the for yeah. You know what I mean. Those were for for us, right. and then he got to make his movies. Those are well, okay. So if you look at it that way, movies. after Memento, which is a pretty small movie, he made Batman Begins, but he got to do his own thing. Right. He, like the one for you, one for me, Batman Begins was for them. For him, was Prestige. Then Dark Knight for them, right. and then for him Inception, and then Dark Knight Rises right. for them. But then he's been on a, a streak: Interstellar, Dunkirk, Tenet, well, like. Yeah, no, and and I think I think yeah, I think he he might be outside the yeah. loop of the one for you, one for you, one for me, um, because he's, yeah, I don't. So that's what okay. I mean. I don't think, I don't think he's coming back to a franchise unless it's like, hey, this is a franchise I loved as a kid. There was this other uh, quote I pulled from this behind-the-scenes thing I saw, uh, where the uh, like the stunt or supervisor or something was reading was given the script very early on when they were still like casting or whatever, and he's reading it and he he says I immediately started thinking, okay, uh, how are we going to do this? Because of course Nolan's going to want to do it real. Um, he said, reading it, it's not like, oh, okay, so here's the CGI scene. Moving on, no, it's like, okay. I guess I got to think about how we're going to do it in camera because <laughs> even without yeah. prompting, I well, know we're going to have to do it that way. I, I don't have a source for this, so it might be bullshit, but I remember reading that, um, that Nolan requested a jumbo jet for the movie and they asked him, you know, what do you need it for? And he's like, Oh, we're, we're going to destroy it. And they actually destroyed. Yeah. That no, thing. that's even in this. Feat. That's why, it, that's why it, that's true. Okay, yeah, because yeah, because it wasn't that wasn't a new plane. That was an old. Yeah, it was an jet, old plane, right? Like an old yep. style. They they put on decals or whatever um, to fit whatever scene and location it was for the movie, uh, and yeah. they crashed it. They really crashed it into a building. Uh, that I, which is crazy yeah. because even planes, old planes like that, still cost millions yeah. of dollars. Like airlines, airlines, there are there are um, planes like stacked on top of each other, in like Arizona and New Mexico. <laughs> Because they they don't rust and rot away out there like the rubber will, but the the metal will yeah. survive. Um, and airlines never know when they're going to send a team out there to to rebuild one and, and put it back in oh, service. Geez. Yeah, so they that they 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 spent a pretty penny to to destroy a building and a plane. For yeah, a movie. and it's Did amazing. Did they use any CGI in this other than to enhance? Like so, other than to make an explosion look bigger than it really was, or or, or to like remove uh, a ramp that a car is supposed to go over to flip or something. Uh, yeah, you're right. you're right. That's about it. I don't think it didn't. At least it didn't look to me like there ever was. All the explosions looked, it looked real. It looked practical, yeah. which for Nolan is, is. I mean, that's his mo. One of the coolest parts of the movie was the fight between the protagonist and himself, when one of them is fighting in one direction oh, and so the other good. one's fighting in the other. There were. There were four protagonists on the screen at that point, weren't there? Because, or three, because there's him fighting yeah. him, and then there's him fighting Neil. That's true. He's You're stacked. absolutely right. Because so because 
because he so he went forward through time and met and and yep, met them and fights the guy in the and hallway. And then he went backward through time to save her, and then he went th- forward in time to fight him himself, yeah. and then he went backward in time to save her. Yeah. So he's there four times. He's he's double stacked, which was a cool, um, a cool method to the time travel. Yeah. Uh, in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that they also, they're like, yeah, no, that creates a paradox. Like, it's just, yeah, that's that's what happens. We don't try to avoid it. We just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Uh, I like, though, that we actually, they revisited that same fight. So we see it play out when he first meets himself and fights himself. And then later on, when he does, like you said, when he goes back in time to that location, uh, to then fight himself, we see it again. It plays out straight or in reverse, but it plays out. Um, yeah. And I was, I was, and, and the act, the the actions that the reversed one that looked weird the first time, now look yeah. right, and the actions that looked right before now look yeah. wrong, yeah. which was crazy that they could pull that off. I don't know how they pulled right? that off. I can't think. I can't think in that direction. And he not only thought in that direction, but he got other people. Yeah, to do he got it other after he thought. He, about it. <laughs> he got other people to to I guess instead of punching, you go like this, right? So as he's fighting, he's whoop yeah. whoop whoop pulling the punches away from him, while the other guy is pulling is pushing the punches forward. Because uh, that's that's the only way I can think they could have made that is that they had to have choreographed one of the people moving in a backwards motion at all times. They probably recorded what it would look like in forward and played it reverse. So he would have to match up his movements, but you can't CGI something like that. These two people are grappling. You you can't CGI someone going backwards. You have to have them actually go backwards. It's so crazy. And then you have to, and you got a cradle. And then, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. The one thing I didn't, I didn't understand, and I hope, I hope I understand it better because it was kind of what it kind of drew the movie down for me was the algorithm. So it's just nine random things stuck together, and if it makes it to the future, then yeah. I think the way I understood it was that they, the each one individually is another portion of the algorithm. Essentially, they turned numbers and concepts into a physical object. So it's almost like um, if you three D printed a waveform that says "hello," and the first word in a password is "hello." So to give me that password, you three D print the waveform, you give it to me, I scan it, put it in a machine, it says "hello." It's like, oh, now I know what the password is. That's only that's that's okay. the that's I think that's how I understood it. So that if you had all ten pieces or nine pieces and you assembled them in the right order and then converted it from analog to digital, you'd have the algorithm. And you could you could re- you could reverse empathy entropy en- en- entr- yeah. entropy entropy yeah, which was crazy. Uh, the cast. Was the cast of this movie not perfect? It's absolutely perfect. Everybody was was amazing. I mean, I loved when they went to India and they went to go meet the 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 drug lord or the the gun lord, and it ended up being a gun lady. Yeah, instead. that was cool. 
Um, and did you notice when they're walking through, so when they're walking down the, the in India, they're walking through the city and you can see her bodyguard. You, you can see uh, them in the background. Yeah. You, you can see like a car uh, but following there, them. But if you watch real careful, there's an armored vehicle driving down I the saw street it. to protect her from yeah, that Yeah, it side. was so good. Was I mean, so those details crazy. are amazing. It, it's the tiny details that make it, you know, really uh, stand out. Yeah, not not now, the not the big details, the tiny details. Not the big, yeah. The 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 one thing that I'm I'm I I don't know. So we know Nolan's not big on sequels. Um, he's done like the, he did the three Batman movies, but none of none of his are, are part of a sequel. They really set this yeah. up as part of a as part of a, a, a multi-part yeah story. i dig, i would love um, to see them revisit these two characters neil and the protagonist i want to see them meet again um yeah i want to see i want to see so we we've seen the protagonist's first meeting i want to go and see neil right first because meeting. the protagonist's first meeting is also neil's last because they're meeting each other in a rever- in a reverse order right yeah because the protagonist so in in the movie, uh, the protagonist is um, recruited into a group called Tenet, which we then learn he created. Right. So he recruited a guy to recruit a guy to recruit oh my a guy, God. and he You're was that right. Last guy. So I didn't even realize because I was wondering. I'm like, they kind of just throw him to the wind in the very beginning. They recruit him. They can't tell him why or what for. They don't know anything, and he doesn't know anything, and he has to figure it out. Oh my God! It's because. He's experiencing it in reverse. He ends the movie creating well, Tenet, that assault on uh, that where the explosion is, where the algorithm is, is Tenet. Right. Finally formed as like this military right. operation. Um, and that and that's where and so he has to now go back in time and make it. That's happen. fucking awesome. I have to watch. Okay, I have to pay yeah. closer attention to that because. All right. So at the very beginning, they do recruit him. They tell him nothing. And then we're just watching as he sleeps in a lighthouse, switches a car with someone, like does these things. And he's just going with the flow. And so are we as an audience. Right. And I was thinking, are we yep. missing something that they're just not telling us and they're skipping over? Or now I realize it's more like we just don't have the information at that time. No one does. Yeah. Like, and I guess. Yeah. And it's he's he set it up. Yeah. That way. Like, that's what he. If if he wanted himself to have the information, he would have set it up so he had the information. But for whatever reason, he didn't want to have that. So the guy at the beginning who recruits him and says, "The only thing I can give you is the word tenet." Um, yeah. I want that to see in a sequel um, how he gets the message to him to be like the only information you have and the only information you can give is the word tenet. So it's got to come from someone yeah. else. So the protagonist can't tell that guy, yeah. "Hey, next time you meet me, just tell." So he has to. So he clearly he told some guy, "Hey, there's this guy. You need to find him and tell him to find me, and tell me tenant and this hand gesture." Man, don't tell him that you know me. Don't tell him anything else. Just tell this him makes that. a lot of things more clear because one thing I thought that was a bit of a of a plot hole was the was the compartmentalization of the information the fact that this dude on the boat all he has is the word tenet this chick in the laboratory all she has is the bullet reversal it's like why why if you're going to stop the end of the world have as much people in on this as you can with the most knowledge no and they they and they explain that um that's so so the 
Okay, so so the entire movie is a temporal pincer move. Um, it's the entire movie is is happening in two times. Yeah. Um, and, those and going we're, forward we're and those following... going backwards, right? Right. No, no. I mean, uh, tenant, tenant. The organization yeah. is in the middle of a pincer move. Um, <gasps> and so yes, okay. Right, because because he set this yes. up. Uh, the protagonist has has engineered. Fuck! This is an this even better movie so than I thought. So, it really and it is. means I missed quite a lot in the beginning. I think I I think like I struggled. I, said, I just struggled to understand why, and I was starting to see what I thought were plot holes. And so they're, and not. they're not. They're 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 plot devices. Yeah. The, Christopher Nolan has turned a plot hole into a plot Jesus. device. <laughs> oh boy it was such a good movie um i can't wait to see it again i'm gonna see it on tuesday as well see it in imax i might go see it today it was filmed if are you gonna you have to should try to see it in an imax screen if you can it's okay because it was filmed with a mix of 65 millimeter cameras and imax cameras so yeah oh, so wow. it's oh but i don't like when they do that oh no no sorry 65 millimeter is imax right they're the same yeah. oh, oh i mean okay, like okay so I'm not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna do what Star Wars did, where it has this really cool scene, but the screen doubles right? in size. So I completely missed the. Really yeah, cool no, scene. I don't think so because I haven't seen it. But I, I don't understand. The way I understand it, it's not. The whole thing is in the 70 millimeter okay. format. The top to bottom, left to right, huge, monolith screen uh, shape. Um. All right. So, Excellent. uh, do we have anything else? I guess to say about Tenet? Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you shouldn't have listened yeah. to this episode and you shouldn't yeah. go see it. But I mean, there's a pandemic, so I get it. <laughs> People don't want to leave. Uh, I'm happy I got to see it though. I can't wait to see it again. Yep. And I'm, uh, I, I, I don't think there's another movie that I'm going to see anytime soon. Anyway, um, good uh, good times. Uh, thanks for coming out today, Mike, to chat about it. Uh, you've helped me understand things a bit more, even. Uh, and so, for those who have seen it yeah. and are listening to it to try to get some further insight, I hope we provided some. And uh, yeah, the articles out there are okay, um, but you're still left trying to figure it out on your own. Christopher Nolan needs to do a director's commentary on the. I actually on have on my shelf somewhere a uh, the the Inception script. Because I bought it after seeing the movie and read it, so I in bed like so that I could better understand it. Yes, and Dave, if you've uh, once you get to see it, come back and listen to this episode and tell us what you think. All right, so thanks for coming out, everyone, and uh, the geek out continues today. I'll see you both around somewhere on Discord for the rest of the day's festivities. <laughs>